Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Alrighty, guys, welcome to tonight's show, episode 263, coming at you, guys. Uh, guys, I, I gotta say, what a fucking week it's been, uh, you know, for myself, uh, for the rest of us here on the show, uh, Jimmy the Rant, uh, finishing up uh, part four the other day, uh, the final installment with Joseph M. Leonard, guys, on the show. Uh, it was a tremendous, tremendous episode that we did with Joseph. Uh, tremendous, guys. I, I, I want to. Uh, I can't. I mean, you know, you know, I can't show more emphasis uh, to that, guys. Uh, such a great show um, that I did with uh, Jimmy the Rant and Joseph. We did a little, uh, little goof spinoff to uh, social media, American Jeopardy. I hope everybody liked that episode. Got a lot of good comments on the website saying, you know, Michael, uh, you know, you're no, uh, you know, fucking Alex Trebek though, but you damn, you did your damnest, right? I, I tried to put the shoes on uh, with Alex Trebek, but we did a good job, right? We did a good job. The winner, actually, the winner of all of it, Went to Joseph M. Leonard, the author of Terror Strikes, uh, won the Social Media American Jeopardy uh, on that episode. And then the loser, uh, it went to Jimmy Durant. What did Jimmy Durant win? Well, Jimmy won a all-exclusive trip uh, to uh, to communist China forever. So <laughs> hopefully we can get him back, right? Uh, it was all a goof, guys. It, it wasn't. <laughs> It was all fun and games. It was nothing serious. But uh, on to tonight's show, guys. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. I want to get into this BLM. Like, what the hell is going on with the BLM, right? They're back in the spotlight, right? Uh, BLM showing significant amounts of corruption, guys. They had that, what, six, was it $6 million uh, fucking fraud that they just bought this mansion and, uh, had all these parties and stuff, and oh, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the five, you know, uh, Foxes, the five reacting to BLM, buying the $6 million mansion. And then I also want to plug into the show uh, later on in the show, guys. Uh, I happen to be on the Kimberly uh, Cloud show uh, earlier today. Uh, she's based out of uh, Santa Barbara, California, so it was a huge honor being on her show. Guys, Let's welcome Soslin back into the show. How you doing, Sos? What's up, I'm buddy? Doing, hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? 
Uh, we're doing phenomenal. As you can see, the good news coming on this show, I do have a really, really huge amount announcement, uh, which you which you know, which you were briefed uh, in the green room. Uh, I don't want to give it out right away. No, and please, Sauce, don't give it out. We're going to give it out towards the middle of the show. But All a right. huge, huge announcement that's going to be uh, announced it's here epic. on the show. It's it, epic. It, it, you're damn well it's epic. You know what's also epic is that today I also exposed a rhino today in Wisconsin. Oh, God. Want to tell us about that? Oh, absolutely. So <clears throat> I just want to tell you that, you know, it's interesting how w when people ask you to campaign and stuff, you got to be very cautious. Sure. Um, because I, I definitely can tell you, they're good to be, it's like a good to be true thing. So with the people I know and stuff, this individual I was campaigning for, well, he said, so you know the Gateway article that we spoke about and the articles how, like, you know, when you're in the spotlight, what do you think is going to come out? Like, you know, things are going to, people don't like you, so they're going to send or they're going to make articles about you that, you know, are bad, make you look bad. Absolutely. Well, here, well, here's what this rhino did, okay? This rhino consulted people in D.C., and now I now he's like, well, you're welcome to volunteer, but you're no longer as a paid staffer anymore. And so I'm like, so pretty much and like and we still want everybody like we still want your contacts and we still want the people that you want sure. on it. How you know, that's not what that's not what that's not what America is about. So pretty much I got let go of a job that I did my work my tail end off for over a stupid article just because I'm a public figure doesn't mean that. I mean, and according to him, he's like, he, he it was more of a control, you know, like he wanted uh, his staff members to like not be in the light at all. What do you think is going to happen when you're running for office? They're going to do opposition research on everybody else. And I've already got, of course, they're going to do research. They're going to, they're going to look you up like, you know, like you're running a freaking marathon sauce. And what they did, man, they did a great uh, uh, diligence to you. And then you mentioned Gateway Pundit that did a, a great diligence to you. Uh, you know, you want to tell the listeners about that story if, you know, maybe they haven't heard. It's, it's, it shows a huge amount of relevance, Sauce, to what you're saying right now. So so what happened is – now, I just want to tell you, I did consult my lawyers okay, about well, that's this. that's a good thing, yeah. Yes. So first of all, the lawyers said that it was a publicity stunt. Um, they stated that, well, because you're a public figure now, which I never knew I was a public figure, I mean – I, you know, you know why I think of this whole. I told you know what I told my lawyers once they told me that I'm like that many people want to hear what I have to say. I mean, bless sure. their hearts. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. um, but no. So what they stated is that so what happened is that they decided that the Gateway Pundit thought I was a FBI operative, and so anyway, they didn't state my name. There was some inside sources that name dropped my name to my face, and so then I had all these big media companies call me and all these big tech companies and like off of CNN and even other people call me and asking if they want to do a sit down interview. So sure. I said, no. And, and what happened is that they pretty much labeled me as a, like I coordinated people breaking down the windows and I did all this stuff, which is a complete false statement. And I never went inside the Capitol. I never did anything. All I did was my first amendment, you know, as an immigrant, you know, as a legal immigrant, as what you're entitled to, you know, yeah, absolutely. So you're not entitled to stay home. I wasn't going to stay home. I'd be like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to stay home. and. Uh, bunker down. No, I would did my I did my hard will due diligence as a veteran. This individual that served this country and that came to America in a, through a legal process and fled communism. You bet I went to D.C. to protest yeah. peacefully, not like what BLM wants wants us to think, like where they think of burning buildings is okay. I didn't do that any chance. And, and and then you know the whole thing about the whole BLM garbage. So I was on President I was on President's Trump campaign, and we're getting to this. Yeah. They they are some nasty people. I just want oh, to tell you trust that. Me, yeah. 
and yeah. the fact and it was interesting <clears throat> how from my point of view there were BLM people at the rally at the on January 6th and where I was standing at they had a whole bunch of people surrounded by us and you know they had suitcases each of those and like you saw like BLM emblems on their t-shirt like not on their t-shirt but they had like a wristband and it was yeah. like up on their waist on their shoulders and not on their waist but on their arms and they had and they had like uh, suitcases and so yeah. It was interesting how they had suitcases, and yeah, it talk was... about standing out, huh, Sauce? <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, that looked a little bit odd. I'm like, why would you have suitcases at a President Trump rally? That doesn't make sense, especially in D.C. You would think that there'd be more security precautions because each and every single one of us had to go through security. You know what they were doing, right? They were creating diversion, Sauce. Oh, and they did a very good job of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so not only that, but like with the whole BLM and I went, so I was, as being on President Trump campaign, I went to Pensacola and all over the, all over America. And it was interesting because, you know, I was one of the security guys. And so I did security for him and I spoke with people and I hate to say it, but the BLM people, they get up in your face and all they want is cause trouble. And so this guy, <clears throat> and what we were taught is that you just zip cuffs. Don't even, t- don't even talk to them. You just apprehend them because they're like some bad people. They, but is that they, the same crap that, you know, that, that Antifa does the same? They're, they're very similar to the, uh, to the domestic terror group Antifa, right? But Antifa's, I- but Antifa's a democratic party too. They're all owned by George Soros. So that's the whole yeah. thing is that, yeah. Uh, so, we call them here on the show sauce and you probably heard me mention it several times you know it's it's a it's a distraction group yes a huge distraction group caused by soros and company you know and don't forget the rockefellers and the rothschilds oh yeah total corruption you you can't tell me nothing more about the rockefellers you know i mean i grew up in the backyard there of uh new york city where that shit's all originated from but yeah and and so like I mean, my whole thing is, is that, and okay, so this whole, and okay, so with this whole BLM stuff, okay, now we're going to kind of hone it back to the church. So, so Jan, not January, but June 2020, it was a very hectic summer, okay? Yeah. But it was interesting because the Southern Baptist Community Church Conference, they voted to start uh, teaching BLM curriculum to their church congregation. Okay. So what happened was... So I was at this church and they actually voted me like excommunicated me out of this church because I would not because the pastors stated this. Okay, he put a BLM flag and here's what his words were like all you white people in here. I want you to come That's up to the That's how he addressed you, all you white people? <laughs> yes, it was Wait, in the hold middle. Hold on, was this a woke church? It, it was a Southern Baptist church in Texas, San no, Antonio, no. Was Texas. Was it a woke? Like a woke church? Uh, it surprised me. It was a woke church. It surprised yeah. me. So what happened is that he's like, all you white people, you come up, to, you can come up to the altar and you have to bow in front of me and apologize to me and to my family and to my brothers and sisters for what you guys did. Oh, my and, God. And I refuse to do that. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, no. What happened to Jesus? Died, like, what happened to our red blood? Like, last time I checked, I mean, I'm tan. I mean, I'm not white anymore. I'm tan. So... You know, so it was interesting because some of the comments I get like, well, you look a lot different. You look tan and you look, you know, you've been out in the sun. But the fact is that we're all made by the red blood. We all have red blood. So we're all the same. So what happened was because I refused to kneel down in front of the black pastor and I forgot to kiss his feet because he went around and each of the congregation members kissed his feet, his bare feet. And they said, we're so sorry, pastor, for how we treated you. And we and I went one by one and I was I actually went up and threw up in the bathroom because I was disgusted. 
Isn't that a bunch of garbage? It is a bunch of garbage. And these are the, and this is happening in Texas. Out of it's all- happening all over the country, Sauce. I mean, I was just, if I may, I was just in Midtown Virginia Highland section of Atlanta. There's a section called Virginia Highland, uh, which shows a large amount of these woke churches that literally, I mean, you heard me say it on the show, Sauce. They have the alphabet flag or the rainbow flag or whatever the hell you want to call it draping down from these churches and on these flags or usually next to the flag, there'll be like a black lives matter flag. And it'll say in this church, we honor and welcome everyone of color of race. We do not discriminate against the LGBT community. We don't discriminate black lives matter matter here in this church and I, I mean they 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 orchestrate it to extreme levels and I, when i see that stuff sauce it breaks my heart because it's going against the bible it really is oh absolutely and the fact that so you know i live in madison so for your viewers i live in madison now you can only imagine what's happening yeah. in madison so it was funny i stopped by a church today because they're getting ready for the alphabet month <laughs> and um, so they were hanging out like they put all their flags out and they put BLM in. And the funny part is they put out a flag saying that we stand with Ukraine. And I'm like, and I stopped by this Lutheran church today. And you're going to get who? I said, well, how come we can't do we stand with Russia flag? And they gave me like a glare, like get out of get out of here. And the pastor's like, what did you just say? And I'm like, well, what about we stand with Russia or Russian lives matter? I guess they don't matter either. He's like, well, they're the commies. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, well, I I came from Russia. He's like, well, you're a communist and you're not welcome at our church. And I said, oh, I like, I don't go here. And this, and he's like, he's like, and that Ukraine is being suppressed and that they're the ones that are being taken over. I'm like, but the problem is, is that you do realize that Ukraine they don't have freedom of speech in Ukraine. So when you say when you say like you stand with Ukraine, you do realize, and when you say like Black Lives Matter, you do realize that you adopt communism and that your church, you're brainwashing your church. And he just sat there with a dumb look. Yeah, they don't represent like, a republic there. There's no republic whatsoever. When you have a republic in a nation or a country, uh, that's where you have more freedoms and liberties. But you know, countries like Ukraine, Ukraine, and Russia, Russia yeah, yeah. they don't they don't have that. They're very suppressed. They're similar to like Venezuela, Cuba, or China. So it's kind of ironic. It's actually kind of ironic. And and I guess he um, I guess he was almost close to calling the police on me for trespassing on church property. Huh? That'd be the second time. (laughs) That's terrible. I mean, you know, you see this crap in churches and stuff. And I I hate the word crap. It's 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 it is. It's crap. You know, like, you know, it's going against the basic principles uh, of not only spirituality, but religion itself. You know, It, it does not say one bit in the Bible. I mean, I don't know the Bible from from beginning to to end. I, I know bits and pieces of it, but I know in effect, Sauce, and you could probably read the scripture if you want here live on the show. It, where does it say in the Bible that God or Jesus welcomes, uh, you know, the LGBTQ plus community? Where does it say that? Uh, I don't remember the- seeing that. No, actually, he does. He does the opposite. He condones them. He condones the alphabet people. You know, he's like, but he also did say, you know, as as brothers and sisters. Now, I want to. Okay, so if there's anybody that's, you know, listening that is like on the other side or something like that. Okay, so in the Bible, it says that we're supposed to love the sinner. So we're supposed to show love and compassion to them, just like Jesus did. 
But at the same time, we're supposed to correct them. So if anybody says that Black Lives Matter and stuff and that they really realize what means or the alphabet people, we're so we're supposed to say as brothers and sisters in Christ and as disciples of as followers of Christ, we're supposed to come up to them and we're supposed to correct them in a loving way. And we're like, okay, the lifestyle you're living is not godly because yeah. the lifestyle that you're living and who you're worshiping, because a lot of people actually don't know, but. Did you know that the BLM, uh, they do witchcraft and that they actually worship uh, the Aztec gods, which is about 200 gods, 200. And one of the main ones is Moloch. I was not aware of that. I know they're, you know, uh, you know, a wacky weirdo type of group, but I, I, I wasn't aware of uh, of the witchcraft, you know. Yeah, they actually they do witchcraft rituals. And so there's. Wow. And as so, I've been diving into this BLM stuff. I hate to say, almost it, I, sounds like a uh, a like cult, a, uh, yeah, like a, a like a KKK, uh, Ku Klux Klan, almost. But you know, more or less like the black version of it. You know, <laughs> Black Panthers. Well, the the black version of the KKK. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's interesting how, and so a matter of fact, so a matter of fact, here's what happened in California. Well, actually. Not only that, but I don't know if your viewers also know this, but I sent you an article regarding, you know, this whole alphabet people. And so yeah. we're kind of OK. So in Wisconsin, OK, this past week, over three, uh, three middle schoolers were arrested because they didn't say the right pronouns and they didn't say Black Lives Matter. And I looked into it and they forgot to say Black Lives Matter and they forgot to say I'm sorry to the black students in their class in the middle school. Yeah, I yeah, I seen that picture you sent me. Uh, uh, you sent me a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff, uh, sauce, a lot of good content. Uh, we'll get into the uh, uh, ministry of truth. I mean, you sent me that. I mean, that, that what's going on right now in the country? I think sauce and you know uh, Lee Lovin uh, that follows us here on uh, on Instagram, huge follower. She's, I mean, literally. I sometimes I I question myself. Eric here, producer Eric is like. Does this woman sleep? You know, she <laughs> she writes she writes on the uh, on the Instagram paddle. You know, they're bored. Literally, the radical left. You know, the BLM. Everything that represents the radical left, the progressive left. You know, they're bored. You know, they're they're literally running out of talking points, and I think they're doing whatever they can just to hang on. You know. <laughs> oh, absolutely, and and then you know, <clears throat> so you know the other thing that. You know, the other thing that they're also talking about is that these same Black Lives Matter people are also going out and lobbying for free tuition and free college. Well, why don't you do something productive? Why don't you go to a vocational school or a technical school and utilize your brain cells that you don't have and kind of utilize what's left of it to do something productive in society instead of saying, well, let's burn down buildings and let's get a degree in burning down buildings. And then, oh, we need free tuition for burning down buildings. No, that's, I mean, it's, it's ironic actually. And you know, and you know, what's more interesting is that the black lives matter. Okay. They were started by two lesbian women. All right. And the two yeah. lesbian women were going out of, out of Atlanta, believe it or not. It, yeah. And well, they actually live in California now uh, figures. Um, well, and there so was they, a huge base in Atlanta. Excuse me. Yeah. So they started in Atlanta and then they went to California, but they were after but what they're really going after is nuclear families. Now, what that means, what a nuclear family, 
you know what that means, right? With a nuclear family. I've heard of uh, bits and pieces of it. Yeah. You want to lighten the listeners and stuff like that. That's, that's fine. I've heard oh. bits and pieces of it though. Yeah. So here's why. So what nuclear family is, is that they're actually going after the Bible. Uh, and what they're going after is when God says, uh, honor your father and mother, and that it takes a mother and the father. So with the Black Lives Matter and the organizations, and including the LGBT, the alphabet people, they're going after that concept of God when he states that uh, God created a mother and the father to distort it to saying, well, it doesn't matter who you are. And it doesn't matter. You don't need a mother. You don't need a father. You could be raised by anyone who you want. And therefore, you're undermining the credibility of the Bible. So it's pretty much we're seeing the Bible being under attack and Christians being attacked. And so that's where you start by a nuclear family, because if you are raised by a father or a mother together, you there have you therefore have somewhat of a comprehension and you know what's right and wrong between if you are raised by a man or a man or like a woman and a woman and what yeah. the list can go on. So it's very interesting that they went after uh, the Christian faith and that's where they're going after churches and that's why they're targeting towards churches and that's why the federal government is now starting to mitigate the 501 seeds that get dispersed out to churches if they don't oblige with the Black Lives Matter curriculum. And, that and, being... and you know, I'm sure the, uh, you know, the disinformation ministry of truth board will be, uh, will probably be fact checking this. Cause now we know who the hell these fact checkers are folks, right? It's been <laughs> revealed last week. And prior to that with this ministry of truth, which is nothing new. I said this earlier today on uh, the Kimberly cloud show. It's nothing new. This shit's been going on since the 80s, and now we know who's been fact-checking all of us for all this time, right? It's finally been revealed. We thought it was some kind of college nerd, but it's apparently – it's 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 actually a federal department that's going in to this type of firewall type of uh, server into our personal computers, our tablets, our cell phones. And, Sas, this is invasion of privacy. Oh, you bet you. This is like Russia and Ukraine. So are we going yeah. to like, why aren't we going against? We have, this is like Russia and Ukraine. And you know what the other thing is? Okay, so I actually, so you know the $40 billion that was passed this past week? I actually dove into the, uh, I actually dove into the big bill. Yeah. You know how much BLM is getting money out of it? And you know actually how much is going to uh, Ukraine? A uh, fortune. Uh, $350 million is actually going to Ukraine. Okay, while BLM is going to get one point five billion dollars in government funding and through like education programs and through like scholarships and through the minorities. That's that's disgusting. And you and you can find that page. You can find those fundings on page one hundred twenty three, section four. I don't really know exactly, but it's a huge bill. It's that big forty billion dollars. I know I know uh, Koala Media, which is uh, a a big conservative uh, media platform out of uh, Minnesota. Uh, they just had that on their website not too long ago. I'm not sure if it's still on there. It was on the very, very top. Uh, for those folks, if you're not familiar with Koala Media, I strongly recommend following their content as well because most of the stuff that comes out is very accurate. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, it's if you do know Koala Media or if you heard of it, you know, oh, Michael, it's a conspiracy theorist of a media. No, no, it's not. It's very, very true. Some of the stuff that comes out by third-party sources, right, are very accurate, okay, very accurate. I happen to know a few people both on the advocate 
and people that do work for Koala Media. I won't label them on the show for privacy issues, Sas, because you know how this freaking radical left will attack every single person. They'll attack as much as they can just to bury somebody's material or uh, brand. They did it with me on YouTube. They're going to do it to you. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And and the funny thing is, is that with the big funding and stuff, so you also have, a, uh, I think, $150 million going to the Ministry of Truth. Now, this is a Ministry of Truth. Let me actually get their uh, – I took a screenshot of their Twitter uh, because I think this was just absolutely pathetic. I, I, um, I did see that, yeah. I seen that um, that was pulled up here. Um, uh We'll try to plug it in the show, but we, we did see a screenshot that you yes. gave us here. Yes. If you want to quote it, go ahead. Sasha. Oh, absolutely. This is from U.S. Ministry of Truth. Okay. We, yes, obesity is healthy. Do not exercise. Okay. <laughs> and then, what? yeah. And then this is also the second post. I thought it was just outrageous. Okay. So we are pleased to announce the formula ration is being increased to three boxes per store. Another record high. How is that just idiotic or what? So you're telling me if I want to be a, and please guys don't take this out of contents. You know, I, I'm not, you know, offending you. So all you little sensitive uh, sheeple out there, please, you know, go have a hot pocket and go down in mommy's basement and watch uh, and smoke pot. Uh, exactly. Listen, so you're telling me, so, yeah, so you're telling me that if I want to be a fat ass, I'm considered healthy. Yeah. So yeah, that doesn't make Since sense. When does being a fat slob uh healthy? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, n- never. Well, okay, so you might as well so what all jokes so, aside, but yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna start opening that Twinkie fact factory, like hey, Twinkies for everybody. Now next thing you know, we're gonna it reminds me of that movie um Wally, you know, where everybody's so flipping fat they can't like move on their own, so they have like well, all like about Twinkies. It reminds me of the first uh, you know, zombie thing with Woody Harrelson when he's like where the hell is the Twinkies at? <laughs> yeah. And so Zombieland, like Zombieland, yeah. Everybody's seen Zombieland, right? Where Woody Howison is uh going across the country looking for his last Twinkie, right? I mean Yeah, so I, I I mean I was flabbergasted. I'm like, so wait, what okay, so I hate to say it, okay. What do you tell people that are trying to lose weight and they see the US Ministry of Truth? You know, what, what do you tell them? You're like, oh man, like what do you what do the younger kids tell? Like, hey mom, you know. I guess it's okay for me to be fat, you know? Well, what, what, well, what's the founder of the Ministry of Truth, right? The head the head honcho, right? What does Nina Javakowicz have to say about that? Oh, 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 wait a minute. She stepped down, didn't she? Yeah, oh, yes. Wow, what a coincidence. I wonder why, Sauce. I wonder, well, maybe she's, maybe she's trying to take another role in Mary Poppins. Or maybe uh, she can't handle the pressure anymore. Or maybe, yeah, well, or maybe she can't handle well. Okay, so in speaking of the, in speaking of Ministry of Truth, okay, so let me tell you what I think is a complete BS and what the White House, um, what the White House actually posted the other day uh, regarding, <clears throat> okay, let me pull it up quick, because I thought this yeah, was hang, just... Yeah, hang on, if if you could hold that thought, Sas, I got to get a quick break in, but uh, yeah, hold that thought, guys. We're talking about the Ministry of Truth, a lot of connections to BLM corruption that's going on. Uh, in the headlines, guys. We'll be right back after these short words. Hold that thought, Sauce. Oh, I'm Bert Jones. When I played for Georgia, we won the SEC championship. Here's the block. And it'll be first and goal, Georgia 
Not just because we had great athletes, but because we were bonded together as teammates, united by that G on our helmets. An important lesson about the power of unity. And it's why I'm so opposed to teaching critical race theory in our school systems. Instead of teaching children about what divides us, we should be teaching our children about what unites us. guys we're back here on the show back here on the show for those who had seen just that last ad please guys uh if you haven't picked up a copy right huge advocate not only for the patriot angle podcast but an advocate for conservatism in america terror strikes the author of terror strikes joseph m leonard guys pick up the book today it's going out like hotcakes guys phenomenal book i have it i read it uh just finished yesterday. I'm going to read the damn thing again because there's a lot of good information on that. Uh, Sauce, we got it. We're getting into uh, the Ministry of Truth. Uh, some great detail. Uh, go ahead, fill the uh, listeners in with more of it. So, with the Ministry of Truth, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Go oh, ahead. Okay. okay. So, with the minist- so I'm on the White House thing. Okay. So, you want to talk about Ministry of Truth of doing something wrong? Okay. So you have. Okay. So this came out of the White House today. Okay. So the, what happened is that President Joe Biden's safety plan, okay, so we're asking for another $10 billion after we just sent over, okay? So he wants to give law enforcement uh, money. Uh, all of a sudden, he wants to give law enforcement money. Uh, and then he wants to expand evidence-based community violence intervention programs and then upgrade 9-11, systems, and anti-crime technology. <laughs> yeah, that's his $10 billion plan. And then the Congressional Republicans' a public safety plan is voting against rescue funding plan that is providing $10 billion for law enforcement and public safety. And then opposing universal background checks to keep guns out of the hands of criminals. And then trying to block president's action to renew in the pro-lifentation of ghost guns, which I don't know what the hell ghost guns are. Are they like something they come up with their hand? They'd be like, pew, pew, or something ghost, like that. Is that something similar to like the movie Ghostbusters when a bunch of uh, scientific nerds are going around New York City trying to eliminate the uh, paranoia, uh, schizophrenic? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> well, well, and you know, and the whole thing is that, and the, you're the Ministry of Truth. Okay, so here's what the United States Ministry of Truth is. Okay, uh, yeah. so 
their I'm main still thing. baffled by it, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, so we always keep a few people on standby to accuse descendants of sexual harassment, and that's going after Elon Musk. Okay. Yeah, and I've seen a lot coming out of Elon Musk today, which I'll brief. How true is mind. that? Okay, they're quite okay. Before that, how true is that? Because I think they're going to after the reason why they're attacking him is because he, they're now he's a huge Republican that he's. Voting I was just about to say that if anybody pays attention to my Instagram uh, uh, feed, uh, yeah, did you see that story coming out earlier today? Yes, it, yeah, back in 2018, that one of the SpaceX uh, flight attendants uh, yeah. came. I don't, you know, I'll tell you the truth. I don't buy that for a fact because one of the business insiders, why don't we fact check? I mean, how come nobody fact checks that one? Okay. So another thing is that, um, okay. So I could always, oh, so I could always go back and to work for the ATF, but that's always been more of a pet project. Look how idiotic that is. Like what uh, can somebody yeah. So, and why isn't the Ministry of Truth going after what the White House is stating? That, you know, under President Joe Biden, we never had the vaccine and we never had anything whatsoever that, you know, the debt wasn't, you know, the debt was like it was out of proportion and like the spending was like out of control. Well, look at what happened now. Under Biden, we spent over $5 trillion and we're not even at midterms, you know, and they keep on asking for money. Well, it doesn't help that we're funding Ukraine. You know, and well, I, I shouldn't say that it doesn't help that we're funding Joe Biden's pocketbook. Yeah. Do you know that uh, economic uh, uh, economic this blah, 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 can't speak tonight uh, is now expected a six dollar gas by August. This is by August that the that the cost of fuel for everybody averagely in the country is going to rise to six dollars. Some some areas sauce are seeing seven dollars. Washington State seeing ten dollars, and Madison's projected to be eight dollars by June, like end of June. Yeah. Well, so we all know that inflation isn't getting any better, right? <laughs> but the whole thing, and oh yeah, and speaking of inflation, okay. Oh, and baby formula is still out of stock. Yeah, that's Joe oh, just, Biden's America. Oh, you just go. Well, just go down to the border. There's pallets and pallets of it. Oh yeah, and by the way, and speaking of baby formula. Why is Nancy Pelosi and the House Democrats – okay, and speaking of House Democrats and speaking of disinformation, you know what they officially had? Apparently, we don't have any issues because they had intelligence hearings on UFOs. Yeah, I've seen that. And it's like people really think that UFOs exist? I mean, give me a break. I mean – and like Nancy Pelosi stating that we need to go after baby formula of companies, and Pete Buttigieg is saying that was well, not our government's like our government's like it's not the government's but this issue. This is not. This is not just. I mean, this is just an American thing because if you go to like you know the country north of us in Canada, they're not having any formula issue. They're not having a shortage issue. They're not having any of that. You know, no. well, and it's well, it's not the country's. Well, it is a country's issues, but it's also the government. I mean, the FDA is the one that you know, the FDA is the one that put a halt on it in February. It's, it's a pandemic after a pandemic, yes. and we're seeing them one after the other. And it's 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 literally, you know, it's driving the radical left crazy because they're trying their hardest, folks, to try to manipulate the uh, the brainwashed sheep out there that are just going to believe Big Brother one after the other like oh god 
oh god, you had freaking Anthony Fossey for the last two years almost saying that oh we sh- we should double mask and uh, masks are important, and then and then he went tippy toed off the mask issue, and then he said well masks are not relevant and this and that. Then he said masks are relevant. Then we have to double mask. Then he had fucking people putting three masks on. Yeah, you know, and then we also yeah and we also had people wearing diapers over their head. You know what's next? Uh, He's gonna say put diapers over like your pants to make sure that you don't leak. I mean you know <laughs> I mean it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but when you have idiots like you know these groups like Black Lives Matter that's gonna preach the hell out of it like. Oh, these people that are against masking and social distance are the real white supremacists, are the real racists. Now, they're labeling uh, the new Twitter man, right, the CEO, uh, Elon Musk, for being a racist because he supports a Republican ticket, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And and not only that, but like the and okay, wh- the Black Lives Matter people are showing up. Okay, so Clarence Thomas and all these Supreme Court justices, I feel so bad for them because no. they're showing up at their congressional, they're showing up at their residence, and they're screaming like Black Lives Matter and stuff, and it's our it's our rights and stuff, it's our choice. Well, well the whole thing is is that and think and I don't know if you heard what happened though. So this is I found this out actually because I have insiders in Congress. So Congress passed a bill to legalize abortion like uh, across all 50 states and all that. So Nancy Pelosi came up and drafted a bill and it went through the House, got a four, uh, 384 to something, but well overly passed, unanimously passed. But it died in the Senate with a 5149 vote. So therefore, wow. it goes back to the Supreme Court. Thank God it passed. Thank God it failed because that is psychotic. Um, you know, yeah. to, and totally. that's and, you know, and so the fact that you have BLM people like you know on CNN stating, "Well, we need to like you know this country is racist and all the you're a white supremacist if you vote against the Roe versus Wade." Well, well the hold whole, that thought. Hold that thought. We just talked about Elon Musk. You you know why? You know why he's joining the uh, the GOP, right? Because he sees through the light. He sees the corruption, and he well, sees. Well, there was a story that came out on Breitbart earlier today, and I, I follow Breitbart because I think they're very conservative, right? They're, they 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 do show a lot a lot of good facts on their on their uh, their platform. Uh, there was an article that came out on Breitbart, and it's still on Breitbart, you know. And that's what I I love about Breitbart. They never remove their content because you know it. You know, they, they're not a, a platform that, oh, it doesn't fit our ninja, uh, agenda bullshit. No, there was an article that came out that Donald Trump now, folks, is torch torching Musk, saying that Elon wants to join the GOP because of issues with probably illegal purchase of fake Twitter. Did you hear that? Yes. And that is complete yeah. farce. You think it's false? I think so. Yeah. Well, I think, first of all, I understand that, well, <clears throat> from retrospect, Elon Musk doesn't even have to listen to President Trump. Because, first of all, Elon Musk has more money than President Trump has. That's number well, one. Well, President Trump said that. I, I don't know if he actually said this or if it's just a, uh, a a header that, you know, that they're trying to, you know, kind of. And and listen, guys, I'm not bashing Breitbart, but I, I understand that they have to battle the platforms and the and the networks. I do understand that. But there was one part that was very interesting to me where it said that Trump posted this uh, on his uh, on his platform. Right. Truth oh, yeah. Social. Truth Social. Yes. He posted this to his platform stating that Musk's 
change of heart is likely due to all his problems with a probably illegal purchase of a crummy, phony account loaded company, fake Twitter. Now, recently, folks, the Tesla CEO, Elon Musk, announced his plans to align himself with the Republican Party, stating that the Democrats have become a part of a division and hateful uh, movement. Right. And a tweet must state it. And I'll quote in the past, I voted Democrat because they were mostly in quotes, mostly the kindest party. Yeah. Can, can you can you believe that's us? That the Democrats used to be the kindest part. Yeah, that's complete. That's he. But that's. But do you think? But do you think that uh, you know, uh, that Elon Musk was a huge advocate for the Democratic Party? Uh, no, I no, absolutely not. Because oh, you see, if people actually backtrack him, and if they actually look at his stance, they actually he actually wasn't too fond of Obama. Um, because he didn't like his environmental policies and that he actually said that Obama did more damage on his environmental policies than before. Yeah. But then, and like he's, and he, you see, you know, the, you know, you know, what used to be scary is that he supported Bernie Sanders for president in 2016. Yeah. The, the socialist, uh, you know, folks, I get unfiltered and I'll say it. If it offends you, I'm sorry. It's my show. It's my demeanor. Do you know how hard it was to keep my demeanor, demeanor, excuse me, earlier today, sauce on the Kimberly cloud show. It was extremely hard. I, I respect people that have shows on platforms. They have to watch your demeanor. I get it. That's why I wasn't trying to like, you know, uh, go unfiltered but it was extremely hard this socialist jew that's 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 the person you're saying the socialist jew yeah well, yeah yeah well and, and you know no okay so the other question is and folks how, i don't have anything against jews but yeah yeah uh, well Sanders is, is a fraud yeah he's not a jew well he says well maybe i could say i was a jew you know <laughs> well I, I shouldn't say that i shouldn't joke around that because i think well did you know why he says he's a jew well, yeah, so he can get the freaking upper hand. No, he actually because Israel gives you well, a stipend. Well, in a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah actually, and, Israel pays like pays you a certain amount a month for being Jew. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How do you think I, he never had a job? I wasn't aware of that, man. Guys, yeah, he, Sauce will Sauce will be. Uh, I'll be blown away on some of Sauce's uh, knowledge. I mean, him and I. I mean, we can like battle each other with uh with intelligence here on the show sometimes sauce i wasn't aware of that yeah how do you think he never worked a job in his life you know because he never worked a job in his life and that there's a stipulation inside of america where actually if if you're a jew and you actually have some sort of a jewish heritage and stuff you actually get like what happened with the indians where they actually get compensated per month right for the reservations yeah reservations but in the jewish community if you are a descendant of israel if you came from israel or something like that after world war ii if you have some kind of a descendant that related to the holocaust israel pays you a certain amount a month and you have yeah. to and you have to do certain things for them why do you think and see and that's interesting that i looked that up because Bernie Sanders never worked a day in his life and that he somehow collected money through overseas. Well, he kind of reminds me of these millennials, right? They never worked a, a real job in their life, you know? Well, <laughs> and another off of mommy and daddy's salary. And yeah. And another 35 years old. And another thing is that if <clears throat> most of the Jewish people, the most of the big Jewish community leaders in New York city and stuff, they actually don't, they don't bank through 
uh, America. They have their money wired to Cancun, which is one of the biggest, third richest country. Sash, you're not telling me anything. I grew up in the backyards of uh, New York City. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you you know exactly. You're damn right. You're damn right. You know, they're very smart up there uh, in New York. Very but you, th- but the whole thing is that you think you support Israel, and why is it that so many people are like, see, I don't get that whole standpoint. You know, why is it that so many people like dislike Israel, and that, but at the same time, you would think Bernie Sanders, but like, yeah, let's save Israel, not not because, defund them. Because uh, here, he pays. Here's why. Here's Israel why pays they, him. Yeah. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why they they dislike it. Right. They'll dislike it today. Tomorrow, it'll be an entire different uh, agenda, an entire different message. Oh, Israel, uh, they're, they're the real Satanists. They're the real evil bigots. They're this, they're that. Tomorrow, Israel, we stand by Israel. Just we like Ukraine. Israel. They're a bunch of hypocrites, sus. A yeah. bunch of hypocrites. Well, just like, and I think it's, look at Ukraine, though. They're the same, they're pulling the same garbage, you know. And it's interesting because... For the first time ever, I think, um, I think it's kind of funny and hilarious because why aren't they doing reparations for Russian? And I don't know if you also heard about this, but there also um, there's a bill in Congress uh, talking yeah. about this where BLM is co- collaborating with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Well, I heard gonna, about that. Yeah, the reparations bill, and you're that's a. Uh, you want to talk about going to corrupt? You want to talk about collapse economy? That will collapse the market in less than a one pen signature because it will collapse it before, because each bill, well, each African American yeah, would get four hundred fifty thousand dollars, yeah. cold hard cash from the federal government. Each of them would get four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Well, let me stop you right there. These reparations, right? Do you believe that you know the current uh, class of people should be receiving those reparations? No, I'm sorry. There's no okay. There's no reparations. I don't think anybody from Africa should get reparations because when no, you see a boy, well, it, it, it's a sensitive topic, okay. And I'll say this here on the show: I, I think that the people that should receive them are the ones that suffered it uh, in the beginning, right? Some of those people, sauce, are no longer here with us. No. I do agree with the people that went through the slavery. I, you know, hey, sauce, whether you want to admit to it or not, it was wrong, right? But those are the people that should receive it. No, I mean, well, if they're still alive, I mean, right. If they're still alive, most of them are dead. Yeah. And and the whole thing, I understand. I understand that slavery was bad, but each, but here's the whole thing. A lot of people don't look at the key facts. Africa, even if you look at Africa, how do you think they got those people from Africa? They use, we have black slave owners in Africa. That's how, so you want to talk about being, uh, you know, slavery. Even even people in Africa had slaves of their own and they were black slave owners, even in America. So how do you explain with reparations when even your own skin color had slaves of their own? That doesn't make sense. And if you want to talk about reparations in this well, day and age, because they, they, you know, when they bring that on the social scale, man, it's easy to 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 bring it up because you know it, it's a selling point. You know, they're going to do it over and over and over again. They're they're going to leave the fact out that you just said here on the show that slavery wasn't first created in the United States of America. There's been other countries long before it was introduced in America. Okay, that it had it in its own country of origin. There was slavery in Africa. Sas, there was slavery in in Russia countries. Russia too. The European countries. Yes, all of Eastern Europe had slavery at one point or another. 
It's nothing like it's I I can't stand in this country. And they, they still, still have press. Yeah, they, and they still, still press it. Yeah, and they still have slavery in this day and age. Look at China. Look at all those kids that are working and forced to work in factories. Look yeah. at Russia, all those kids. You know, the fact is so well, now if it's looked at human trafficking in China, you know, and uh, we we have human trafficking from China in the United States. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, so, yeah. you know, OK, so here's a quick fact, actually. Yeah, so, make it quick because I want to plug in this video kind of related to the BLM, uh, what we're talking about. But go ahead. OK, so, you know, in Russia and stuff, they actually so Russia does kind of a mass slavery on their end. So if you're a little kid, um, when I was in, a, I had three options when I was a little kid. Uh, the reason why I didn't pick any of those three options was because of my poor health. But every month, the government would come by, the military would come by, and would inspect little boys to make sure that they're equipped to work. And so the reason why they would be forced to work is to make sure that they can make weapons and to like because a little hands can like. Uh, going to vehicles that big hands can't so they're I, they're slaved into the government so the reason why i failed each time was because i had one leg short and the other and my health was very poor that's called slavery at a massive level why doesn't anyone bring that up but they don't want to because it's like oh, it deals with russia oh russia's bad but. oh no you know how much you know how much uh you know how much ratings they'll lose it's all about ratings these these sick <laughs> yeah. demented bastards networks. yeah it's demented it really is guys i want to plug this video in of what Sauce and I are talking about to kind of maybe enlighten the uneducated folks here on this uh, Black Lives Matter crap. Black Lives Matter in hot water after tax documents show how the nonprofit is spending his donation. They made a lot of money, too. Took in a lot of money. Foundation paid more than $2 million to a consulting firm run by a member of their board of directors. $1.4 million was spent on lobbying. Another $1.8 million spent on people with close ties to co-founder Patrice Cullors, including her son's father and her brother. For comparison, $200,000 was given to the Trayvon Martin Foundation. Larry Elder, host of The Larry Elder Show. Larry, good morning to you from Los Angeles. They bought a house, so she did anywhere. The group did in Los Angeles. Uh, what do you make of the findings thus far that the state of California is pursuing? I think one of those family members, by the way, was uh, the mother of the co-founder, Patrice Cullors. Uh, and Ms. Cullors herself has bought, I think, at last count was about four or so uh, high-end properties, including an area out here in California called Topanga Canyon. And we also know that the uh, Black Lives Matter uh, people bought a mansion in Canada, also property in the Bahamas. But, Bill, that's not even, the, to me, the worst of it. The worst of it is the very premise behind the organization, and that is that the police are engaging in systemic racism against black people. It is a lie. There's a hard... Yeah, you're damn right it's a lie. I, I love Larry Elder. He's a black man, Sauce, that gets it. He really... He, I mean, tax documents showing that they even cheated on their freaking taxes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is a corrupted group. This is... Sus, there's a huge lie behind the uh, the BLM movement. They're not for the black community. They can care two shits about the black uh, community. Well, absolutely. And you look at what happened with, like, George Floyd, okay? If you really cared about the black community, okay, well, actually, if they really that's cared a about— that's shame. They used that name out of a sham. It, yes. It, yeah. You know how much that Floyd family got? 23 million dollars and you know how much of it actually went to uh getting a better community you know how much of it went to rebuilding that uh, burning gas station none of it 
not okay yeah and they all pocketed okay why okay can somebody explain to me why the hell do you need nine hundred and sixty thousand dollars for your father what does he need a new house or what i mean another thing is that you need to pay out your sister three hundred and seventy thousand dollars and then your brother uh five hundred ninety thousand dollars what the hell do they all win a lottery or what i mean this is just a you can't cheat on your taxes and it's funny how and it's funny how like they keep on pushing this whole agenda and it's you know so a lot of people actually don't know what See, it's um, okay that they cheat on their taxes but when you when when you mention the word donald trump it's like mentioning the uh like the devil really incarnate right oh you Oh, Donald Trump, he cheated on his taxes. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, show me all the proof that he cheated on his taxes. That the man, I mean, literally, come on. Show me the proof that Joe Biden still owes $149,000 on his taxes just this yeah, year. Show about, me that proof. Let, yeah. Yeah, let, let's talk about stuff that, you know, even the Biden crime family, right? With with the uh Hunter Biden story with his uh, his China. crack hunter? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. crackhead. The crackhead yeah. uh a Hunter Biden. Literally. He's more and and you know that explains a lot. No wonder why uh, Joe Biden is giving crack pipes to everybody in San Francisco and uh, doing a crack pipe, uh, whatever it's called, rehab, whatever must, rehab. That must be uh, that must be a new charity that he's starting for the, uh, you know, the, the the homeless bums there in San Francisco Valley. A shithole. That's what yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. OK, so in Madison. So here's an interesting thing. OK. Yeah. In Madison, Wisconsin, you know, during that whole Black Lives Matter. So our mayor in Madison, Wisconsin, she implemented a 59 cent BLM tax and you didn't have a say in it. So, for example, yeah. you purchase something and you got you were automatically charged 59 cents and that 59 cents went to BLM organizations. And same thing with Starbucks and all these companies. I've been went noticing to- that in certain areas here in Georgia, man, where there'll be a tax one on your receipt and then a tax two and then a tax three. I'm like, what the hell is all this tax? And and no one really knows. And the only way I found out about it was because I looked at my receipt very closely and I looked at that tax one and tax two. It actually fell under tax four and it says BLM. And I'm like, are you flipping kidding me? Let that, let's talk about the story with the new tax filings that reveal BLM co-founder Patrice Collins. Collars, is that how you say her last name? Collars? Uh, uh, Collins or something. Collars, yeah. Collars, yeah. Collars, yeah. Lavished charity spending. You know what that means, folks, right? When they lavish something, that means they used it like it was their own personal piggy bank. Right? Well, they got to make sure they got to feed they got to feed the poor, and they got to start a homeless shelter and yeah. put, oh, oh wait, no, that's right. They have to get an airport out of San Francisco in Los yeah. Angeles and probably... well, congratulations BLM donors. Look what your money went to, right? Well, and you know, what? I make a joke about it. So we have, so Madison's got like a whole bunch of BLMs. You know why? You know why I say every time I go to that house, I knock on people's houses when I see that and I knock on their houses and I'm like, we, we have this one individual that goes to our church and he has a BLM sign. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, Hey, how's that by large mansions foundation going? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, you, uh, he's like, do you mean black lives matter? I'm like, no, it's by large mansions. He's like, what do you mean by that? He's like, you do realize that they purchased six mansions all worth in millions and stuff. Well, and- here's another thing, Sauce, that these tax documents also revealed that BLM paid a company owned by Damian Turner, the father of Kohler's child, right? Her baby daddy, nearly $970,000 to help produce live events and provide other creative services. <laughs> 
Yes, and that's why would you pay your dad nine hundred? Well, what's the point of it? Like, oh, what? Oh, you. He said, and well, and the whole thing is that he didn't have to give any of those events because like it was handed by the government. It was handed like was handed by you know not Fauci. Oh yeah, you want to talk about events and stuff? Okay, so uh, did that nine hundred seventy thousand go to those bricks and those mortars, like those bricks and those Molotovs at those rallies in Portland? Did those bricks go? Were they purchased by that? No, it was George Soros that provided all that. And it was like yeah. easily handed. I don't think any of the, I don't really think that the father actually did anything. And all he did was like, oh, I feel so suppressed. I actually oh, to do something. You think that's worse? It gets better. According to the co-founder's brother, Paul, he saw more than $840,000 of donated funds. I'll use that word loosely. Donated funds passed into his hands for providing security measures to the foundation. He was their little personal security guard, right? He, uh, he, he shuffled them around like it was like nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here, right? Come on. Give me a break. Well, yeah. and now and now they're having like all – like they're having like – it makes me sick. Every time I go to D.C. and they have that like that Black Lives Matter plaza – it makes me sick going by it every single time. And actually, you know what the funny part is? Every time I go by there, I always make sure I have like some I, I always have like something nasty in my mouth so I can spit on that Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah. Oh, you know, Kohler's uh just just uh just last year, we remember that when he resigned from the uh from the group. Yeah. I wonder why he resigned. Hmm. Uh, we can see that the foundation folks is still worth tens of millions of dollars after spending more than thirty seven million on grants real estate, consultants, and other expenses, according to the tax uh, documents. Folks, you may think you can lie in your tax documents, but right, even though we're living under a radicalized Uncle Sam, and Uncle Sam hasn't been conservative in this uh, country for more than probably 20 or 30 years, if so, maybe 40 years, if I have my math correct, even though we live under a radicalized Uncle Sam, you still can't lie on your taxes because guess what? They know everything you make. You might be able to see if you can tuck it under the rug like uh, Hillary Clinton tried doing in 2016. <laughs> oh, 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 I can't say that, Sauce. I'll be I'll be shadow banned, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, or, or if you, like if you say that Joe Biden is actually the real like 10% of the big guy. That's yeah. oh yeah, you can't say that either, you know. Well, and you look at and here's another interesting fact to look at as well. So you you want to talk about like Black Lives Matter and stuff? Why aren't they? Oh yeah, and you know what? Also, the funding went out to. So ding dong. Oh, hold on, Sauce. Wait, who's there? Oh, it's Nina Javankowicz. She's gonna she's gonna shadow ban me and fact check me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead, Sauce. Oh, she's got we gotta one. Make sure we she's gotta got... make sure we get our information correct here on this show. Go ahead. Okay, well, we, all we have to play is Mary Poppins, a spoonful of sugar, and then she'll go away. <laughs> Give her an umbrella. Fly away with the umbrella, right? <laughs> yeah, boy, that was a scary video, wasn't it? Well, okay, so you also look at the shit out of me when I was a child. But go ahead. I, I had a nightmare just watching. I'm like that. That's psychotic. She looked like she was high on crack or something. No, yeah. so it was interesting because part of that Black Lives Matter and stuff that actually went to the funding. They started this program called the Bill Project Fund, and yeah. it was fun. And guess who sat on the board of it before she became vice president? Petra Harris. She sat on the board and she still sits on the she still sits on the advisory board. So you know that Waukesha guy? Because he was black, 
they gave him like such a low bail that he is now like when he almost ran over his girlfriend, they gave him such a low bail that the bail, pro- the bail project fund actually bailed him out of jail for on $5,000 bail for almost doing a vehicular homicide. Okay. To go out the following day and kill over six people and you don't visit. And the whole thing that sickens me is that you don't dare like he, the, if something happened like that, if it was a white person, like the president would be all over, be like in in Waukesha and stuff. And all you have to say, well, you know, the poor guy, he like it was a horrific crash. It was like he didn't know he was fleeing from police and stuff. So he's a victim. Yeah. That is psychotic. Yeah. And you know what also oh, sick it, is? It is psychotic. Sauce, I got to get another break in because we're getting up oh, to okay. the top of the hour here. But we're going to talk more about what we're talking about here on the show. I want to get into the five reacting to this BLM uh, scenario because, uh, folks, it's not going away. Uh, you know, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Fox is the five is reacting to it and they are exposing their deep secrets. Guys, we'll be right back after these short words. Lip is at the center of one of the most significant shifts in the recent history of advertising. We all see it taking place, but most of us don't recognize it for what it is. The brand building renaissance where small businesses have historically been excluded from broadcast advertising because of limited budgets. The onset of social and digital technology has made the power of brand building available to the masses. The fact that a small company can now establish broad brand awareness and authority with almost no technical barriers is what the brand building renaissance is all about. It is significant, and it's happening all around us. Social media kickstarted the brand building renaissance by enabling small businesses to reach broader audiences, establishing brand awareness and authority. And with the introduction of paid advertising opportunities, social media has provided small businesses with a mix of activation and brand building benefits, but it still doesn't do everything a business needs to succeed in the long term. Small businesses are beginning to recognize what the world's most successful brands have known for a long time that each form of advertising has different strengths and weaknesses. For example, some mediums offer a one-to-one interaction, while others broadcast your message to many people at once. Some mediums are better at establishing brand authority and awareness, while others are better at activating a purchase decision. Long-term growth comes from utilizing the different forms of advertising. Smaller businesses typically have lower budgets, which restrict them from advertising on powerful broadcast advertising mediums. Billboards are second to none when it comes to building local brand awareness and authority, and it's the only kind of advertising you can't ad block, scroll past, or ignore. For the first time ever, Blip opens the world of billboard advertising to businesses of all sizes. Since there are no contracts or minimums, each business can allocate the appropriate percentage of their advertising budget and only advertise at the times and in the places that matter. Now, every business can begin optimizing their marketing mix for long-term success. This video is part one of a three-part series. Watch the next two parts to learn how you can leverage different advertising mediums so that you can get the most out of your budget and blip. Black Lives Matter making some pathetic excuses after their shady finances got exposed. The radical group taking to Twitter and apologizing for the distress caused by inflammatory reports about their use of donations to buy a swanky $6 million California mansion. They claim the home was bought to provide a safe space 
for black creativity, but had allegedly tried to hide the home's existence. Okay, I'm going to come to you first, Greg. Yes. This, what do I find most interesting about this is that the home was purchased for $3.1 million. Mm-hmm. And a few days later, Black Lives Matter bought it for $5.8 million in cash. Mm-hmm. That's an increase of $2.7 yes. Who is the broker? Who's the, no, forget <laughs> the broker. That's who, who collected the cash. Who, who bought it for 3.1 and then flipped it for five? I, would, I think you... Yeah, yeah, he saw us. Who, who bought that? How the hell did it increase by what? Uh, what'd she say? 2% if I heard correctly? How the hell did that increase up to so much money? I mean, here's something here, Sauce. What they had was they purchased it for a certain amount, right? And then it increased. It literally increased. How the hell did it increase? That's my question. How did it increase in value? We do know that cash does hold a significant amount of a value, right? We do understand that. But how did it pass? That's my question. Right, Sas? I mean, that's my question. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we see, you know, where... Uh, Folks, if you don't see the fraud in this, you're blind. You're you're literally blind if you don't see the fraud uh, coming out of all this. Uh, you know, it was valued at a certain amount. All right, we get that. Okay. You look at the amount that it was valued at, and then it went over uh, to an extent of value. So you're telling me that it's valued more in a cash asset than uh, than than an actual equity uh, uh, asset. I mean, if anybody watched that video, would just judge Janine uh, basically uh, narrating the 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 situation, right? She was narrating it and bringing it into the audience that you have uh, um, a value of an uh, of an estate. Right. Buy Black Lives Matter that bought into this property. Right. They bought into the property for was it six? What they say it was six million dollar uh, California mansion. And then it went away. Sauce, how did it. Please elaborate for the listeners here, Sauce. How did the value of that home increase by that amount? Well, it's called being purchasing. It's called somebody under the table buying it. You know, that's that's all I could think of. And another thing is that once you okay, so last time I checked, when you buy a house, it it increases value. Am I right? Well, if you put money into it, you you know you yes. put a nice, beautiful deck in the backyard. You put a a, a swimming pool in there. You put a couple of uh, nice uh, tropical plants. I mean, guys, you get the memo, right? Yeah. So, so last time I checked, is that if you purchase a house, it gains value. It doesn't matter what happens, and especially if you're in California, at least it's gaining value, like no matter what. But if it just doesn't sit, like it was interesting, actually, it was actually interesting watching that five special. You know, it's like, did you hear what Judge Deneen said? She wants to know how it increased. How? That's my question. How and where the 
Where the fuck did they get their money? That's my other question. Yeah, and and God's uh, with you, Sauce. He's he understands, guys. <laughs> and and who's and who's paying? And another thing is, and okay, the, with the house, okay, you, what they're you know what they did, right? They put it as under five hundred one three C, so they're technically using it as a charity, so they're not making making any house payment whatsoever. It's like, for instance, a church buys out a land, and they're like, well, we're gonna use it. For we're going to use it for charity, or we're going to use it for a public land. We're going to use it for our land, and so we're going to build a house to it. Well, when that five hundred three C goes away, automatically that church gains value, and that house gains value over time. And if it gets built, and it goes on this, but the fact is, is that when they sell the house, for instance, if the people behind Black Lives Matter sell the house, they're going to get six million dollars cold hard cash because. They didn't pay a single dime on taxes because it's considered a organization or it's considered organization usage. So they are deferred on their taxes. That's why the house and we see this in churches. So it's not just Black Lives Matter. Do we see this being exposed in these massive churches that are buying these planes and that they're using it for church property or reusing it for like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You yeah. wonder like, you know, all of a sudden when, you know, the church Benny has Hinn. been there for like the last 20 years and then all of a sudden like the church is getting brand new monitors and, you know, like screens and all this fancy techni- uh, technology type of crap, the, the strobe lights, the. I mean, sometimes, Sas, when, you know, you see these churches, you feel like, are you in a church or are you on, you know, some type of Joe set? Osteen, yeah, Joe Osteen is a perfect example. Who, If you're really in a church, okay, why do you need a 45,000? Why do you need an arena? Okay, why do you need a place where you fit, see, over 45,000 people, okay? And is now that the that, big, but, that's the big pastor out of Texas, right? Yes, and that yeah. is awesome. Yeah, and then um, Joe Wilson brings in ninety million dollars a year. Okay, you know how much you know how much he pays out of it. He pays uh, he pays no taxes personally because it's all deferred as a five hundred one three C. So he's got private well, jet planes. Well, there's a lot of churches houses. that don't pay pay their taxes. You know? No, and, and see that's the whole thing with Black Lives Matter because that's why they're looking into it because they're thinking, wow, this is a big organization. Why is this blooming all of a sudden? And How's it my next door neighbor just purchased this house, but now I try to sell this house and now my house is like, whoa, it's gone way up. I wonder why. You know, it's uh, it's kind of a sick thing and they're kind of cheating the system on you. Wonder why and you kind of question. They're using the whole God thing uh, as an excuse just just to get the money in sauce. I hate and, to say it like that. Yes, it's, and it's a very sick. And the thing is that if you're going to and that whole and plant, it's not just only Black Lives Matter. OK, Planned Parenthood does the same exact thing. And, 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 I, and I hope I'm not differentiating you from your actual true message of uh, God, faith and reason, even on your show. I mean, I, I hope we're not doing that to you here on the show, Sauce. But I mean, it's true, right? It's hey, true. I expose. Hey, you know what? I expose, you know, when I do on my podcast and stuff, I expose the big churches for what they really are, you know, yeah. and this 5013C actually was not this 5013C was intended to like uh give back from the government saying okay you know what you guys are going to be exempted because this is this was a judeo this was based on a judeo christian bible and a judeo christian constitution so we're going to help you guys back but now like like everything else you know you always have those bad apples that abuse it and this is going to be very abused and so yeah, now you, you have, have the bad apples in the batch i understand that part and so now you have this bigger problem that's happening in the churches where the government now is saying well we get too many we got too many places i got 5013c so now we have to start we have to start cutting uh or we have to start making some change 
So what happens now is that now you get a, uh, you get things that, for example, the government tells, hey, you got to teach this Black Lives Matter stuff in order to keep your funding, in order to keep a 5013 status, in order to keep doing that. And you have to submit our sermons. So you see where this is going at, you know, and this is why Black Lives Matter is under 5013C, because they have a huge say in, well, this is a new stipulation of what we can do. But this is how we can keep retaining this 5013C, and this is how hey, we can change the, it. The, the money can come through the curtain, you know. Yeah, well, it can come to me. I well, you know, that's, you're just talking about how they are a uh, nonprofit organization, right? They use that as an excuse to to take the money through the curtain. We see that with lobbyists. We see that with special donors. Uh, Donald Trump labeled that very, very beautifully when he was campaigning for president back in uh, 2016, right? When yeah. he was exposing the uh, the uh, the swamp, so to speak. Uh, to that lobbyist, right? That lobbyist will use that as an excuse to get the money through the curtain, right? Absolutely. And not only that, but so not only that, but you also have this major issue as well. Okay. Not only do you have lobbying and stuff, this brings up a big, this brings up another question with all these environmental groups, you know, like uh, save the polar bear groups or all these other ones. How they're under a 5013C, and you know how much money they're, you know how much laundering money they're doing? I said this to the rooster the other day that was on my show. I hate to correct somebody on my own show, but I think you're talking about the WWF, right? The Worldwide uh, uh, Wildlife Fund, right? Well, one of them, or like these pet commercials, yeah. like yeah, Save I the Dog. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but go ahead, yeah. Yeah, so like these Save the Dog stuff, you know, how much of it actually goes to, and like the, for example, the world hunger thing. Okay, right. how, if we really truly had, why aren't we doing more for world hunger? You know, because if you're doing like all these, oh, you know, you could feed if you just pay us nineteen dollars a month, you can fit a you can feed a kid in Uganda who you know I don't know what he has, but last time I checked, Uganda has their own government. And they only have they also have their kind of funding as well. So where is that going? You know, and I think this is what BLM and what all these other organizations, these corrupt organizations, these demonic organizations, what they do. Is that they're thinking of how stupid America really is to say, okay, you know what? This is what we're going to say and give us money because we're going to say we're going to do good things while they're sitting at their, while they're after they do their spiel or their speech and stuff and they get money. They're looking at you and they're like, what a loser that guy is. He just gave me a hundred dollars. That's going straight to my car payment. How yeah. sad is that? They really, and you know what the sad thing is? Here's why I say that America. Okay, so hopefully nobody's going to be offended. Well, actually, I could care less if anybody's offended on this podcast, you know, because I'm a yeah. blunt person. Okay, yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about somebody saying we're never going to listen to you again, Michael. Because hey, listen, in this industry, sauce, you're going to gain uh, some listeners and you're going to lose some listeners. The okay, ones so- that stick by you, sauce, are the ones that truly follow your message. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. All right. America's got to be the dumbest country I have ever lived in. Okay, here's why. Okay, because anyone that gives to Black Lives Matter, Planned Parenthood, or all these environmental groups or any of that and says, oh, yeah, they're doing such a great job and they don't do the research. That's the that's the dumb. That's the dumbology that America has adopted. For instance, when I give money to organizations, for example, Samaritan's Purse or Compassion International, I do I do some homework. I research 
where they go. For instance, Samaritan's Purse, which was started by Billy Graham, and it's now funded, it's now owner by Franklin Graham, his son. They go out to disasters. They do a disaster relief fund. They do, actually, you see them. They set up. They were the first. Uh, organizations to set up a field hospital in Manhattan under COVID. They are the, and they also set up medical tents in Ukraine. So you actually see them do actual work. While people that give money to all these other things, they don't really see where the money actually goes. They don't actually do their homework. That's why this country's got to be the dumbest country that I've lived in. And that you see, oh man, why I didn't know that. Like I didn't know like me subscribing to Netflix. I'm actually uh, funding Planned Parenthood. I didn't know that. See, you got to do research. And this what this what up actually upsets me. You know, I'm sorry to say that, but that's why we're a dumb country. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, uh, for those who's just joining in here on the live feed, if, you, if you're listening uh, uh, to the um, one of the co-hosts that joins us uh, every now and then, Soslin here, uh, you could follow him on his podcast, guys, on Spotify. Uh, Remember, God loves you and I'll meet you at the finish line. Tremendous and Apple podcast. Apple as well. And but, Google. Uh, God, you're on everything, Sauce. I know. I'm. A, I hey, you know, I love it. And I got off a of fake book. Uh, I'm not doing any podcasts. On, according to some people, you've got a small following. According to fake book, well, what do you expect? I mean, it, can you believe it, somewhere. Sauce? Can you yeah. can, can you believe it when they say you have a following of a certain amount? Do you actually believe that you do? It could be higher, but fake book <laughs> is just censoring it. Well, you know, well, it's like that guy that that Rhino that said, "Well, we didn't look at your following because you're not much of a follower and stuff." Well, oh man, you wonder why? Well, why were you asking? Okay, well, true Rhino, why were you asking? Hey, can we go on certain? Can we go on your podcast or can we go on his show and the shows that you've been on? Oh, I thought you had. I thought you just told me that I had a small following. I don't think so. I'm sorry. I'm. So- <laughs> Right. I'm trying to have fun. I'm making light of it. I'm sorry if I'm offended. Yeah, yeah. You know, people will actually believe you. They'll 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 take that to the heart and they'll be like, Sauce just said something that broke my heart. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, let me get you well, a lollipop and a and, and a frosty from Wendy's. You know, let, I mean, come on. Let me get let me get a Kleenex. That's a uh, paper grate. And no, no, let me get a paper grate and Kleenex. You know, I gotta recycled. give a big shout out here on the show. Uh just got a heart from uh from Kimberly Cloud tuning into the show. Thank you very much, Kimberly. Thank you, Kimberly Cloud. Uh, You're the best. It was an honor talking to you today on your podcast, Kimberly. You're a huge conservative. And and, and Sauce, if I may, oh, this go ahead. is from California. And she, I mean, that's a liberal state, right? And, and uh, that's she, a communist. Yeah, it's a communist state, right? But it's a liberal state. And <laughs> this is a woman that represents con- conservatism in a liberal communist state how rare is that that is very rare well if she's from san diego i could believe if she's from san diego that's somewhat of a conservative area well if you google if you google her kimberly cloud right uh, she should uh uh represent the uh the the, uh the democratic party but she doesn't Mm -hmm. she doesn't you know Uh, yes she happens to be a uh, a black african woman but she's a conservative woman in her yes. right place. And, and and I give her a praise for that. I really do. Kimberly, do you, Cloud, my uh, heart's out to you. Do you want to tell the big news to your subscribers? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Before we do that, before we do that here, I, I, I do want to say, guys, uh, speaking of Clim- Kimberly Cloud, I did promise her that I will pl- uh, plug this in on the show sometime tonight. Uh, Kimberly Cloud, guys, if you are not aware, she is running for senator. So we have to give her uh, a huge... Huge amount of congratulations, applause, 
and uh, bravery sauce. That takes bravery. That you know? does. She just that's... was announced. She just announced that to me uh, before I went on the airways with her on her show earlier today. That she is running for senator. So I hope she gets the ticket. I really do. That is exciting. That's awesome to hear. Very hey, exciting if, news. If I were in Cal- if I were in California, she would have my vote, and I would love to campaign for her. But at least she wouldn't. Do you kick know me how off. much? Do you know how much that will turn that state around? That would turn it around huge. I mean, there's a lot of people that are probably not aware of her, guys. If you want, I'll give her a, a free plug-in, uh, Kimberly. If you are listening, um, you could check her out, guys, at Kimberly Cloud Show. Uh, she is on YouTube. Uh, I'm not sure of Spotify, but I know you could find her on YouTube, and she's been on several other shows as well. So you could find her content on YouTube, the Kimberly Cloud Show. Okay. Sauce, you got to check her out, man. She's she's been she's had some very interesting guests, even on her show. The woman works around the clock. I mean, I think she's had like four or five shows just in today. I mean, I was part of one of them, but I mean, she's had like four or five guests on today. Isn't she part? Isn't she part of Fox Nation? Uh, no, but she also she's a part of other media groups. Okay, uh, she's part of Telemundo. Uh, television oh yes 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 she's been on telemundo and she's been on several other uh small and medium-sized uh media platforms okay but but yeah the fox nation here guys um i'm not saying it's a promise but i'm saying it's a it could be a possibility that uh the patriot angle podcast is in the works of fox nation so it's on the small phases of it. So I just wanted who, to make that announcement. Who is excited about that? I am so I excited. I mean, if we, if we can get on board and it could be a possibility of a reality, that would be huge. Not only for this show, but people that follow this show, people that are a part of the show, such as Sauce and Jimmy the Rant. You know, I mean, if I can make this happen and Fox Nation will allow <laughs> – my demeanor as a as a host on their show, because, you know, we we do understand that Fox Nation is not part of the actual, you know, uh, network that comes on TV. You know, it's 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 on a app based uh, scenario. So they do allow leeway on the show to an extent, but I'm hoping that they allow my demeanor. You know what I mean? Hey, at least well, they have more subscription than CNN does. CNN Plus, there's no such thing as CNN. No, well, they well even without CNN Plus, they have more subscription. I bet with Fox Nation, and actually they do. Fox Nation brings in more listeners daily than they do with CNN on yeah. a month. I could have sworn I seen the uh, the CNN sign of Atlanta uh, just the other day. They were taking the sign down. Oh, you said <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, guys. No, the oh. sign's still up. But, oh, uh, I could have sworn I seen the sign being taken down. I think they took it down to like. Uh, you know, uh, power wash the uh, the damn uh, uh, sign or something. It was down. It was down. The only thing that was shown there was just the pedestal that it was sitting on. So I'm like, where the hell is CNN sign at? Closing up and moving to uh, We know what California. happened with CNN Plus. Are they are they closing up shop in Atlanta and they're moving to, uh, you know, Cali? Communist, uh, California? Or New York. Or, yeah. Or socialist uh, New York City. Oh, and speaking of New York City, okay, I want to get your perspective on this, Michael. All right, yeah. So we, so we had, okay. So what do you think of the New York, New York City mayor? You know, he's like, oh, I am tough on crime. I am all gun ho, you know, and like you have, 
here's the thing that I don't understand. Okay, how is it that you, and this also relates with California. California and New York have one of the tightest gun control laws ever. Like they even have it tighter than Russia. But at the same time, you had multiple shootings. It was a bloodbath this past weekend. What is going on? Like, you, I mean, clearly, and it's not, and the whole thing is, is that they blame, now, oh, the newest thing is that they blame white people. It's white supremacy. That's what's causing all these shootings. All right. And that, you know, the New York City mayor is stating that, you know, white people should be on terrorists or conservatives should be on terrorist watch list. Can you explain to me why? I mean, who the hell thinks that like that? You know, you have all these tight gun control laws. I mean, clearly, what's next? You're going to control kitchen knives and we're all given plastic knives or what? I want your thoughts. <sighs> well, it's a touching subject. It's a touching uh, a topic, you know. Um, Sas, you know, I think it's another diversion. It's another distraction point uh, to get the uh, the liberal uh, machine, the liberal puppets there in America, more manipulated, more distracted by what they should be focusing on. Uh, do I condone violence? Absolutely. I, I don't support it. What's uh, one bit, whether it's a white crime, a black crime, a white on white crime, a black on black crime, a white on black, a black on white. I mean, you get the memo, right? I don't support that one bit. Now, when you have to separate a card, a race card and, and, and call people white supremacist or, uh, what what's the what's what what do they use for blacks? I mean, they call them. I forgot what they call them. It's it's not it's not very pretty, but I mean, Sas, I don't, I don't support it. Uh, no, I think I it's, it's heinous. Or uh, do we have historic highs in this country for violence? You're damn right. They're at a forty year high. We're seeing more violence under this administration than we had. In the last four years, it's true. You want to fact check me? Go on your little Google uh, devices, your Amazon Alexas, whatever you look up, guys, and your basements there. Okay, fact check me all you want. You can look at it. Look at the statistics under Trump administration versus Biden, and then flip flop it and go back to Obama. You're going to see the same scenario that you've seen under Obama. And Biden, Sas, it's almost identical, almost identical. Well, I would say this time is worse because you see more police officers retiring than you saw any time in prehistory. Yeah, why do you think they're retiring? Yeah, because they get treated like garbage. And you, and the sad thing is, with the military though, you see high suicide rates in the military. And you know, as yeah. a person that founded the suicide prevention program in the United States Air Force, that was to prevent it. But now you have like astronomical suicide, pro, uh, prevent like suicide prevention, like suicides in the military, and all of that. But you have, you have police officers that are working in broad daylight, and you have them getting shot in broad daylight. You know, it's a lot. And a matter of fact, okay, guess, and, and not not only that, but like police officers don't want to. They're afraid of getting their hands behind tied behind their back. Because when I was in Madison yeah. today for my doctor's appointment, okay, we had this car rear-end this car and then do a hit and a run in broad daylight and you know what was behind that car when he did that stupid action two police cars and they just sat there and did nothing that's terrible see that's and terrible. i feel bad you know, for... it's sad too because you got police officers that are scared out of their wits and that's it if they try to do anything they're af afraid of that you know some idiot's gonna bring them into co into court because you know they're so hard up on money now these days these you know, I always say now that, you know, the, the, the victims are no longer the victims. 
the assailants are becoming the victims and the victims sauce are becoming the assailants. Have you noticed that recently that, yes. that you know, somebody will break into somebody's freaking house. You know, we just seen a story come out with well, a few years ago. I forgot how the story was played, but I'll give you a little bits and pieces of it. I think the listeners will know what I'm talking about, that there was a man, I forgot what state it was in, but there was a man that literally broke into this woman's house through her, uh, her, her, her son window, you know, those windows that drawn in the sun. I think they call like, uh, uh, what do they call like, uh, sunroofs, sunroofs. There you go. He fell through the sunroof, cut up his leg in his thigh area, and then fell on a couple of uh, kitchen knives on the kitchen island. And oh. then he tells the judge that I want to sue the homeowner for slicing my leg up and cutting myself through the uh, the sunroof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, How okay, stupid as a are ju- you? As a judge, the judge has to be laughing after this. Yeah, you know, the judge, judge is probably trying not to laugh because he, he's a you know he's a circuit judge. Right. He's a circuit criminal judge. And the judge is probably thinking, like, what the hell are you doing breaking in the woman's house in the first place? Why? Why don't we charge you with trespassing and damage of property, private property? Why don't we do that? Yeah. But then there are certain judges that are actually woke judges that will feel sorry for the assailant. And they'll say, sir, for all your expenses and your hardship. And your uh, health uh, um, health uh, bills and everything else, and for your uh, just 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 what you're going through, uh, we would like to award you uh, this amount of money to take care of uh, of your finances and anything that may it cause in your personal life. Yeah, that's sick, isn't it? That's well, that's, the- that's 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 disgusting. And while they go after the woman for taking all of her house knives away, like this is what happens. Oh, well, yeah. The woman the, becomes the assailant and the yeah. assailant becomes the victim. Well, well, it comes at this point, though. I made this, you know, I actually made this kind of a joke all right, a couple yeah. of years ago under Obama's administration. I said, you know, this whole becoming after police officers, you know, all pretty much they're about to do is that they're pretty much all they're going to have to carry is candy. You know, oh, yeah. good job. You robbed a place. You took somebody's life. Here's a bag of candy. Go on your day, you know. Good job, you know. They get a be- participation trophy. Yeah, yeah. You killed somebody. Hey, what? You know what you want to talk about? Uh, corruption. You know what just got introduced today through Governor Evers? A killer's parole. So what that is? A killer's parole. Okay, this is psychotic. Okay. What, how did this guy get elected for he, uh, Wisconsin? He, he cheated. Uh, it, it was massive cheating. Uh, people from Illinois came up to vote for Evers in Madison, Wisconsin, and they flipped it by two hundred fifty thousand votes. It was psychotic. So, Sauce, wait, hold on, hold that thought. When he, when, when, when the voting process was going through, were they at the cemetery? Uh, no, they're actually at the border. So people from Illinois were they were actually bust in. I, I from think Illinois. that went over your head, Sauce. Oh, you know, I get it. Se- yeah, yeah. They're, were they using dead votes from like eighteen seventy and people that's been uh using the same voting process for the last they they've been voting for the last 70 plus years after they've been dead i think yeah. so and i think people from china they actually went to the ballots in china to get more votes you yeah know? did they use that same scenario that they used and, under joe biden i think so i don't know well so what so what the killer's parole is i looked actually into this okay so for instance if you have been convicted with a crime you actually have to serve at least two years in prison and then you get paroled and you have an eligibility of getting paroled no matter how bad of a killing you do 
And this oh. whole purpose was now this is psychotic because the reason why here's a reason because yeah. Chandler Henderson and if you know who Chandler Henderson is, he killed both of his yeah. parents, fed his parents to his dogs, and, and then scumbag. He, yeah, yep. I read that story. Uh, scumbag. Then, that's what it is. Yeah. And then Chris Watts, who murdered his whole family in Colorado Springs, and then uh, faked everything and said that what well, they just ran out of, ran off on him, went to Wapan, Wisconsin. He's he told he reached out to the governor's office saying that he was innocent. And so what this <laughs> killer so what this killer parole is is that he would then therefore write to the governors and the governor would actually allow him to be on parole and allow him to be in public and just not be in that a certain amount that uh, he'd be uh, a free man and that those charges would be dropped. That is what you call psychotic. Um, that's what you call giving that's what you call your priorities in the wrong area. So you are therefore you are enabling killers child rapists that kill people out on the streets i'm sorry no way so that's why i carry all those things in my car too because this is a wild west in madison wisconsin and in wisconsin you're the, you're you're like your own cowboy in the uh, wild west of madison liberal Wisconsin. <laughs> all yeah. i all i need is a cowboy hat and then i got a cowboy boots and i'm all good that's and see that's so sad and and actually, and did you also know that Wisconsin is the first? But they said that you can't do that, Sauce, because you're from Russia, and Russians don't wear a cowboy hat. Right? Oh, I, vodka! I gotta carry a bottle of vodka. Oh yeah, you'll fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> maybe then, Nancy Pelosi will hang out with you then. Oh yeah. Well, maybe she'll reveal a statue of me, just like what they did in San Francisco, revealing a 25 foot statue of Joseph Stalin, saying that he was the greatest uh, leader that Russia ever had. Anyway, he killed over 60 million of his own people. Wow, that's a fantastic leader, huh? According to Nancy Pelosi, they're just statues. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, if they're white statues, oh, they're bad. But they're statues of dictators and black people. Oh, yeah. Let's put them on the Holy Grail. Let's worship them. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and see, as we ramp up, I don't want to hold you back yeah. anymore. But yeah, you know, this, been a, this been a very heated show. Uh, you know, the, it's the, been fantastic. The, the live view count on Rumble is hitting the roof. But, you know, um, God, what are we at? Like 45,000 live view count. That's crazy. But uh, anyway. Uh, you know, guys, I want to I want to uh, close it out here. I want to thank Sash for coming on the show. Sash, great, great content tonight. You know, oh, and absolutely, and and you know, I think we were here last week, and I'd be loved. And you know, it's fantastic doing this weekly because, like, I do, and I just want to tell you, I do a lot of research into these before we do these podcasts. I do a lot of research on top of doing my own podcast. Yeah, so I think we offended some people, but that's okay. Uh, well, maybe they were educated. That's when you're offended. That means you learned something, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey. So, if anyone wants to follow me, I'm on. So, I'm on Truth Social. I'm at Sauceman2024, and then I'm also on uh, um, Spotify. Uh, look up Sauceman S O S L E N, and then the, my podcast will show up. And then, uh, I, you know, you're welcome to follow me on Facebook. I, I'm trying to get off of that, um, but you're also welcome to follow me on. Instagram, Soslin Timonson, uh, 2024. And so then most people and then Getter is Sosman also 2024. So either way, you're welcome to give me a follow. And you're also welcome to listen to my podcast, which I upload daily and take breaks on Saturdays. We talk about God and getting closer relationship with him. And so you're welcome to join and listen in as you're either driving home or just settling down for the night or waking up in the morning. You want to hear my voice for about 15 minutes and just allow yourself to grow stronger in your faith. So you're welcome to listen to that and just listen in and it brings encouragement to your day. Good stuff, my- Sauce. Really good stuff. Guys, uh, you heard you heard it from the man himself, Sauce Man, 
Sasa, I think that's your name now on the podcast. Sasa, alrighty. I have to give everybody their own deserved, respected nicknames. You know, you got Jimmy the Rant. You know, he's called the Rant for a reason. You know, the man loves ranting about political viewpoints. Ladies and gentlemen, we made it official today on the Patriot Angle Podcast, unfiltered with Michael Gardner. You have Sauce Man here on the show. Sauce Man, right? I mean, producer yes. Eric, let's give it up. Alicia here, producer uh, Eric, producer uh, Alicia, let's give it up. A Sauce Man here on the show. Sauce Man, it's been great. Yes, and we'll be back next week. Yes, guys, uh, before I close it out, I want to uh, basically remind the listeners here that we have some really interesting shows uh, uh, also, too, uh, we're going to be on the Tommy Nation Politics uh, podcast this upcoming Tuesday night, Eastern. That's right, guys. 8.30 Eastern. So if you're on the Pacific Coast, guys, it's going to be 5.30 Pacific in your own respected time zones. So 5.30 Pacific, uh, 6.30 Mountain, 7.30 Central, right? Do I have them correct? I might be wrong. Let's let's do it all over again. 8:30 Eastern, 7:30 Central, uh, 6:30 uh, Mountain, and 5:30 Pacific. There we go, guys. Tommy Nation Politics Podcast this evening. Uh, excuse me, this Tuesday evening at 8:30 Eastern. Not gonna want to miss it, guys. Uh, he's about uh, basically it's a society construct has been engineered for the rich elite while exploiting workers. Normal human being draining global resources and exposing fake narrative molds of corporate mainstream agendas. Guys, I just gave the description of his show. You're going to want to tune into that Tuesday night. Really, really heated show. If you missed the show earlier today uh, with myself on the Kimberly Cloud show, check it out on YouTube. We also post it for your convenience which we had the permission uh, from the Kimberly Cloud Show and producers to produ- uh, produce that on our show on the website. So if you head over to PatriotAnglePodcast.com, you will see that 22, just about 23-minute show that I've had with Kimberly Cloud earlier today. Really, really good stuff. We got into a lot of good content. With that being said, Sauce, excuse me, Sauce Man, we'll see you next week, buddy. And we will see you next week. And you guys have a blessed day. And remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. Patriot Unfiltered. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast in Unfiltered Patriot Productions. Please follow us on Facebook at the Patriot Angle Podcast and Instagram at Patriot underscore Angle underscore Unfiltered. Also, you can hear every episode on Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also check out our website, PatriotAnglePodcast.com, and also our unfiltered merchandise, PatriotUnfiltered.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you on the next one.